Hunt. We bring you none of the hot take BS. We bring you best. We bring you sports. I don't care about bragging rights. It just introduces more volatility into the equation. I don't care about victory laps. Stop it. Please stop it. <laughs> Throw the football into the floor. The BetQL Network presents your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper, Ken Barkley. If I have an opinion, I'm just going to go put money on that thing happening. And your host, Nick Costos. Every single play of every single game impacts you in some way, shape, or form. It's You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. Yes, indeed, it is You Better You Bet. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, how good is it to be here with you on the BetQL Network? The answer is it's it's really good. Every game here is Game 7. We bring you no hot take BS. We bring you the bets, and we bring you the sports. We're coming to you live today from the Odyssey app, from the BetQL app. We'll be simulcast by our friends at Stadium from 4 to 6 Eastern. We're on YouTube at youtube.com backslash Odyssey Sports and on Twitch at twitch.tv backslash BetQL. And we are heard on radio stations nationwide, including satellite radio, Sirius 160 and XM 205. Ken and I here. We're bringing you the wagertainment. We're talking all things sports betting. Proudly presented today and always by the king of sportsbooks, the great people at BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app. Visit BetMGM.com. And you can do all of these things. On a W3, three words that all start with the letter W, wonderful football Wednesday, December 6th in the year of our Lord 2023 as we approach the holiday season. Uh, our show, every time I say that it's the holiday season, your show, the show is on Twitter at You Better You Bet. I'm on Twitter and the gram at the Costos and Ken Barkley, your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper on X, Lockie Lockerson. And on this wonderful football Wednesday, we're going to bring you, we're going to do the honor of bringing you and what a privilege it is. To bring you five phenomenal guests. Pro sports better Rob Bazzola will join us today, giving us his NFL bets for week 14. Can't wait to welcome Rob to the show. Odyssey NFL insider Brian Baldinger will join us as well. Talk the Eagles and the Cowboys and the rest of the slate coming up this weekend. Will Brinson from CBS Sports. Eric Eager from Sumer Sports also joining us to give us their NFL picks as they do each and every week. And then to start the power hour, we will welcome in our good friend, our You Better You Bet family member, the great Rick Camp from 4 for 4 and Betsperts. Rick's going to give us props for for tonight in the NBA, NBA bets for tonight, thoughts on the in-season tournament, semis coming up from Vegas tomorrow, the great Rick Camp all over the NBA, hashtag in the weeds, going to give us a lot coming up on the association, plus, dun, 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 you know, it's a Wednesday staple, we think it moved, we will bring you all the NFL news and all the corresponding line movement and more NFL news than usual today, especially as it concerns the quarterback position where we've got a Zach attack in New York and the Pastronaut in Minnesota. You know, when I, when I was kind of like workshopping this in my head before the show, it's like, I'm going to say this, and I think it's going to be pretty lame. And then I said it, and it's even lamer than I thought it was going to be. So I think it was like mission accomplished a little bit. Anyway, like Zach Wilson's back starting for the Jets, and Josh Dobbs is starting for the Vikings. We'll talk about both those games and the rest of the news in the National Football League and all the line moon, all the weather reports, little meteorology on the show today for Week 14 in the NFL. Power Hour, final hour of the program. We'll feature all our bets for tonight in the NBA, the National Hockey League, and college hoops, and uh, I will have an announcement to make about that, the, the latter part of that coming up in a few moments here on the show. Uh, we're locked and loaded here on a wonderful football Wednesday. Happy hump day. Ken Barkley, how's it going? Good. I kind of want to get right to the announcement. So you guys you guys bet Kansas State last night against Villanova. I, 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 I Oh, you, I you decided not, not to. I okay. decided well, not to. I, sometimes you say that, but then like after the show, you put in 900 bets, and I wasn't sure if like the finger meandered over to... 
to Kansas State plus two and a half plus three against Villanova. And uh, so Tyler was talking about it on the, on the show, and I ended up watching the second half of that game uh, while the halftime of Bucks Knicks was going on in the in-season tournament. It's like, ah, oh, what else is on right now? The hockey was like not particularly good at that point. I was like, oh, I'm all, whatever, I'll watch this college hoops game for 10 minutes. And I ended up watching like the last five minutes of regulation. The game goes to overtime. And Kansas State, who has still not lost a game with their head coach, Jerome Tang, and over one of the most bizarre streaks you can imagine. I think they've had nine games go to overtime now, something like that, since he's been the coach, and he's won all nine of them. What a what a we I mean, I guess like the, the clutch coach of the year award or something goes to Jerome Tang. Really, really bizarre. They win and cover, and it's a classic college basketball game. Kansas State, who Tyler had, plus two and a half, plus three. They're up the whole game. They blow a lead at the end, goes to overtime, and you're like, here we go. Like I Villanova by eight, something like there's something really stupid for people that bet Kansas State. They hit a huge Kansas State hits a huge three. Tyler Perry, not the director. And uh, and they end up winning. But as even as I'm watching it, I just go, yeah, not betting this. Nope, not doing any of that stuff. I'm I'm so good on not betting the sport right now. Yeah, January, February, there's like nothing going on. Weeknights, we'll bet some of it. Conference plays more fun. Even as I'm watching this, I go like if I had Kansas State plus points, which Tyler did and which you almost did, I'm just like. Nah, I'm good. Like, and it won. It won, and I'm still like, nah, no way. Like, you just watch these possessions, college basketball. I just, it's like, it like disgusts me now. <laughs> it's like really, it's like really rough. Um, but shout out to Tyler, won a bet. People tailed him, they won a bet. So best of both worlds. I got to complain about it, and people won money. It was great. Ah, so my, my announcement, and I was listening, you know, Tyler is a big fan of the uh, of the Seal song, Crazy. And it came on like my, my shuffle earlier. I was listening to some songs. Sure. And I was thinking like, on a board full of sports, some people only bet college hoops. Isn't that crazy? Like t- Tyler loves betting college hoops. Well, all the sports yeah. we have to bet. There's some people out there that only bet college hoops. Isn't, isn't that crazy? And then I think, okay, bet the Knicks last night. And like, I thought they played really well. And the team they played played even better and just completely well, just scorched them in the game. Just did, I mean, yeah. there's nothing you can do about that. You just they, they didn't miss. I bet Dante DiVincenzo over seven and a half points. My my fellow Paisan finishes with seven. It sucks. Bet the Lakers. That was a winner. Shout out to the refs for the, for the, for the timeout at the end of the game. Probably shouldn't have been yep. awarded, but I'll take it. So went with the Lakers. Just get stuffed in a locker on the National Hockey League. I, culminating with Vancouver's insane third period comeback and then the devil score at the end of the game to win 6-5. So my announcement... It brings me, I, it actually brings me, not only does it not bring me any pleasure, it actually makes me upset to say this. Hockey hasn't been going great after like a tremendous start to the season. And they're alternating sure. winning days and losing days. But like, listen, like October was unreal with hockey. And since then, it's been like a little bit of a scuffle. And the NBA is like up and down. Like props have generally been good. But like, I can't win an NBA total to save my life. It's been absolutely brutal. My announcement is this. I think I'm ready to wade into the college basketball waters. I think I'm ready. I think I'm, right. I think, in, I think I need something new. In for a dime, in for a new. dollar. In for many dollars. I think I dollars. need something new. Yeah. I think I need something new. So look, this is not me saying, I don't even know who's playing tonight. It's not like I wasn't like handicapped and like Canisius, Canisius yeah. and Fairfield. I don't know if they're playing tonight. Well, that's sitting down and handicapping the MEAC. That's not how, what this is about. This is, and like, of course, Tyler went 3-0 yesterday with his pick. So like, I'm going to hop on right now. And it's going to be a disaster. I hope not. Hopefully we continue this. But I think, I think I'm ready. I think I need something a little bit new right now. And like NFL's back okay. tomorrow and I'll bet the, the, the bejesus out of that game. But tonight... I think I'm going to bet some college basketball. I think I'm actually going to do it. 
And uh, it makes no, me upset a, to say that, but I think I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. I'm in. Well, it's not unfortunate. It's actually, it's great. It's great. They, uh, I'm sure everybody listening to that is like, yes, college. Like we've been waiting, been waiting for college hoops. Uh, yeah, I'll give you, I'll give you some picks that I'm not betting. If you'd like some of those, you can just fire them all yeah, in. I, I have things that I like. I just, I really want to bet the sport right now. Um, I, I didn't lose in the NBA last night. It was great. But the over in the Bucks game, it was over in about 10 minutes. Uh, I bet Lillard's over. That took a little bit longer. And I bet the Lakers. It was awesome. What a, what a great, great night. <laughs> like, what, a, what a fantastic night. Yeah, thanks nice. for that. It's like, I mean, just, you know, you come on like, I lose this, I lose this. Be like, you've been in the NBA. I'm, you know, it's, it's going, going pretty good. It's pretty fun. Uh, enjoyed the in-season tournament games yesterday. Just like the dynamic of it. And uh, I didn't say I watched the second one with my coffee this morning, like didn't stay up for Lakers Suns uh, Bucks ended uh, Kansas State ended and I and I ended I went to bed and uh, woke up this morning and, and it was really funny. I didn't realize this like Turner, who has just like really every time they cover an event, it's just like really good. Their NBA coverage is great. Their hockey coverage is great. They uh, they had good too. LL, they had LL Cool J like tape uh they did a shoot with him like whenever like before the tournament started with uh with like the roots and he read like singing like mama said knock you out but it's like like a redone version of it it's like quest loves playing the drums like it's just like it's really it's awesome and uh and it it plays as the bridge between the games so the next game ends and they go back to the studio and talk for a little bit and then uh, this montage plays and they'll use it again for the semis and the final, probably, obviously. And, uh, and it starts and Ian, Ian Eagle and Reggie Miller are calling the Lakers Suns game and they play this like LL Cool J thing. And it goes to like the overhead shot of whatever crypto.com or whatever. And there's this like pregnant pause. And then Ian's like, thanks ll cool j <laughs> and it's just like it was incredibly funny it was just like like what's he like what's he it's this like hard montage like it's really it's i mean it's really it's like really good but it just ends and then what's he's like <laughs> this is where marv albert would be like a 61 degree day in los angeles <laughs> and wherever you know, i mean just it's like how do you how do you intro the game after this is like thanks l like thanks l appreciate it duels whatever thanks thanks james uh, it was just really, really funny. And just like a, two more fun games. The Bucks shoot a million percent from three. And then Lakers Suns was awesome. It was really good. Uh, watched the entire thing this morning. Call of the game was excellent. Star performances everywhere. LeBron's great. Austin Reeves is really good. Uh, Durant and Booker. Booker like proceeds to get into like 10 different skirmishes with Cam Reddish. Um, it was awesome. Kind of had everything that you want. I think just a great two days. And now we're, I'm happy that just like all the other teams are finally back, like a busy night tonight and, uh, and excited to bet it. And it's just like, it's, it's wild. Every, I guess I, at some point, I, at this point when you're 19 for LeBron, stop being surprised by like when he's unbelievable. But like even still like now, like in 2023, taking over like the ends of games like this, like playoff atmosphere games against like Kevin Durant and the Suns is, is, is pretty, is pretty amazing. So uh, we'll get into the NBA games coming up tonight. Obviously we're excited for the NBA uh, in-season tournament semifinals coming up tomorrow. My, my last note here, Ken, for the open, and we can hit anything else you want from last night. Um, um, I find myself now in like a really interesting spot. Uh, and maybe there are some bets to be made here. Uh, aren't many markets open for like what I'm going to say here. And we can maybe get Jake's opinion on, on what he thinks. Um, at some point this afternoon, I think we are expecting, right? Unless, and maybe it's happened in the last, like I, I, we were all like meeting off, off like before the show started. I don't think maybe so. Maybe it's happened. I don't think it's happened yet. Um, we, we are expecting here. And this is heating up like locally here where I've gotten some notes from people that the expectation yep. is, is that this is going to happen is that the New York Yankees 
the 27-time world champion New York Yankees, my New York Yankees, are about to trade for Juan Soto from the San Diego Padres. And like, finally, oh, like, oh, like, we can't trade Michael King. Well, guess what? Goodbye. Hope you enjoy San Diego. By the way, it's beautiful. And it's, 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 it's like 30, it's like 25 degrees outside here right now. So, yes, like I'd like to – can I go to San Diego with the Juan Soto deal? Like, I'll go to San Diego happily. Send me there, please. Um, that would be really great. So, not only are the Yankees going to get Juan Soto today, but now you've got reports that Steve Cohen, the Mets owner, flew to Japan to meet with Yamamoto because I think he fears that the Yankees are going to swoop in and sign him and doesn't want that to happen. This is not meant to be like a New York-centric thing. Just that, like, my favorite baseball team, are we back? Or is this going to be Yamasoto? Because I got to tell you, like, I, I don't really get very excited for baseball these days. I'm way back in if they get Yamamoto and Soto. And the trade for Verdugo last night from the Red Sox. The Yankees Red Sox haven't made a trade since Babe Ruth, basically. And uh, appa- apparently, like, I'm not, I'm not like, w- watching, like, you know, Red Sox Brewers on a Tuesday in July. But apparently Verdugo's, like, a tremendous defensive outfielder to pair with Judge and maybe Soto. Work, are we, I think we might be back. Hell yeah, baby. So how about that? A little baseball and college hoops from your boy today to open the show on a Wednesday. Absolutely love it. I'm glad you're I'm glad you're really excited. Uh I know how much you hate the manager and how much like in May and June and July you'll be on here being like, Can't believe, can't believe we're here again. Like can't believe it happened. Like but Aaron maybe Judge, the like, team's good enough, right? Maybe the team's just so good that not even this clown can screw it up. That's my that's my sincere hope. Sure. Like I I mean it's uh it's sort of a a glass half full way to go into the season. Like maybe the players are good enough to overcome this stupidity. It's uh, I guess it's possible. And then we'll find out at some point too. So like the dominoes start falling, right? Like Soto is going to the Yankees. Yamamoto will figure that out at some point. And then like, where's Otani going to go? Obviously a huge deal. The Yankee, maybe the Yankees get all these players and then and Shohei Otani is like, I'm going to go to Toronto. And it's like, oh, well, the AL East is actually now completely swung back again. <laughs> actually, actually uh, like, you know, not so much. Just I think we've talked like sort of privately, like not not on the air. Just like hope it's not the Dodgers because like the yeah. Dodgers are really good every single year, and it's like lame. I think it's incredibly lame if he goes there. And it makes so him just, lame, like, it's just, right? It's nothing new. It makes him kind of yeah, lame. Like nothing, right? Doesn't mean he's nothing not great. New. It's like, who, like yeah. why would you go there? Go somewhere else. Oh wait, they're going to win 110 games. Oh my God, what a what a stark change from what we've seen the last few years. And, just, then, uh, and then and then and then what 82 new. win team will they lose to in the divisional round this year? Right. Yeah, like Cubs. Something. That's all right. That's yeah, you'd love. I, I, you, I know you'd love that. Yes, I would love that. Yeah. Apparently, the what was it? The Cubs GM like sort of like took all the reporters to task for reporting that Otani told the Cubs he was like out or that there was pessimism that he wasn't going to go there. And the GM was like, "Why did you say that?" Like, like everyone, the the level of like touchiness and like sensitivity around Otani reporting is really funny. Like every team is just like, "Don't upset it." Like, like just let's all just stand still. Like, don't upset him. And maybe maybe he'll pick us. <laughs> maybe have that's you seen, by the nobody way, report that, anything. That, like, nobody do anything. Yeah. Like like the baseball like media elite. I don't want to say they've turned on Otani because that's not fair. Everyone still thinks he's the greatest player of all right. time. But but kind of like, hey man, like this is an opportunity for something really fun that like baseball fans can really get into. And you're kind of like ruining it with like this like clandestine like like veil of secrecy around. Super everything. secrecy. Yeah, it's tough. You know where I, don't oh, I have think an NFL well. thing to discuss too. I, we, oh, let's that? make sure we have an NFL thing after the break. After we do it, or uh, before we do it, moved. I got, a, I got something really good. 
You know what? You know what? I don't think would play well Shohei Otani in New York. You know, you know where you know where you're going to get no secrecy. The Big Apple. Mm. As much as I would absolutely love to see it happen. Also, send Yamamoto here, please. On the other side, line movement for Week 14 and a little National Football League from Ken Barkley, kicking it off on a Wednesday. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. We've got some amazing guests coming on the show today, as per usual, on a wonderful football Wednesday. Rob Pizzola, Brian Baldinger, Will Brinson will join us next hour on the show, hour number two on this wonderful football Wednesday. We will get to line movement coming up for all the games this week in the National Football League. We got quarterback news with the Jets. We got quarterback news with the Vikings. We got lots of stuff going on right now in the NFL. We will report it all to you with the corresponding line moves coming up in just a little bit. But Ken, you said uh, going into the end of the first segment, you had something NFL related to discuss before we officially began the fun and frivolity. Uh, What do you got for us, sir? Yeah, just... uh... Spreadsheet's taking a long time to load, but I can I can do it anyway. And if I get choppy, that's why. Uh, I was uh, every, anytime I get an idea like this for like a, a bet that I want to make or like a position I want to take on a team, something futures related, whatever. So like when I was going to bet all this cowboy stuff, and uh, you know I was like have you know message a few different people who are very different, right? I don't want to message like three people who all think the same way. You get the same answer back three times. Try to like you know, hey, like I'm thinking about doing this. What do you think? Trying to bet. <laughs> definitely at least a couple of people who I know on basically all of these are going to be like, you're nuts. And I, sometimes I want somebody to tell me that, like, you're crazy. Don't do this. Please, please don't do this. And uh, and so today had the similar dynamic. I'm always kind of trying to cook something up over here and, and had a had a I have a few things that I'll probably bet soon. But one that's got a little urgency on it, like might have to be that's might have to be in by uh, by Sunday morning, by the time the NFL games start. And I. Now, just look at a bunch of stuff. Sometimes you look at the same thing over and over again. You'll start seeing it a little differently. And I, I all of a sudden, I just kind of go, I oh, have the markets open, checking a bunch of different places, prices. I text a bunch of people and I just go, hey, like, you can tell me if this is really dumb. Like, you can tell me that. Uh, it's okay. I want the honest opinion here. Is this a really, really, really good time to bet the bills to win the AFC? Is this like a great time to bet that? Yeah. Can, I, can I tell you, please, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Well, this is you, why I don't message I, you, because we're the same I, person, so it doesn't I matter. Sw- right? <laughs> I swear, I swear on my father's grave, this morning I'm working out, not meant to be a humble brag, I'm thinking about the game, I was listening to some podcasts about the NFL fantasy football podcast that I listened to, and I was thinking about it, and I was like, if Buffalo's going to win this weekend, like, now is actually the time to bet the Bills to either win the Super Bowl or the AFC. Like, no BS, right. like, literally, on everything that is holy, I had the same exact thought this this morning about the Buffalo right. Bills. Great. Uh, well, the I mean, I haven't bet it yet, to be fair, but uh, the crux of it, I don't, I don't want to bet them to win the Super Bowl. I think it's more there's, like, a price discrepancy. I don't know what the MGM prices are like. Please, please bring them up for the Bills for the AFC and the Super Bowl. Because in a lot of places, the Bills are very long to win the AFC. The best price I saw, I think, was 23 to win just the AFC, just to get to the Super Bowl, 23. And uh, there's definitely a 20 still. I think there was a 21 and blackjack. And so, and then the Super Bowl prices are like 30. And I'm like, hey, you know, you know who they're going to play in the Super Bowl, right? The best team of all time. I'm not, I'm not being hyperbolic. Like, I re-ran my Super Bowl stuff today. The Niners rate out better than any team I've ever rated. Ever. At this point. Of all time. Undefeated Patriots. Like, na- name it. As a Super Bowl contender, they've got the best score right now. So, like, I don't want to bet the Bills to win the Super Bowl. Ever. 
that team's waiting for. The hell do I want to bet them to win the Super Bowl for? They can be a dog in the game. Like, I just, uh, no, no way. <laughs> Doesn't mean they can't win, just like, uh, like, I'm good. And the Niners are definitely favored in that game, no matter who wins what the rest of the season. Like, the Niners are favored in that game. But the other games, <laughs> like, get into the game. So it's it's really interesting, right? If they beat the Chiefs this weekend, you could be like, ah, the Chiefs are going to win the game. Great, the point spread's two and a half. Go bet the Chiefs then, if it's, like, such a stupid idea. Um all right. Well, one and a half, like a I think 40... even at MGM can. So like, four, yeah, 47%, 48% win probability game. What happens if they win? Uh, do these prices age really rapidly, really well? I think the answer is yes. And the other thing that that win does, which is also really interesting, uh, is it basically eliminates the Chiefs from being the one seed. So it's like a double win. Like they're not, they don't get the week off. You may not have to go there until the end. Like it's actually like triply awesome if they win. It's like the ramifications of winning this are actually awesome for you and atrocious for the team that you beat. Who I and like, let's be honest, the Bills can go there and win this game. I don't think they want to go back. <laughs> like I don't think they want to go back, especially if the Chiefs end up getting a week off, which is still very much in play. The one seed's really open still. Like they Chiefs take another loss. Now it's like Baltimore a lot of the time. Sometimes Miami, really, it's Baltimore like almost all the time. The way the schedule shakes out, Baltimore will lose to the Niners and win every other game, is probably how it'll go. And Baltimore is going to be really likely to be the one if that happens. Okay. So if they win, everything rearranges really, really fast. And you get a lot of playoff paths. Sure. Like sometimes, this is really crazy. Sometimes the Bills and the Chiefs would actually end up playing in the first round, the way the wildcard seeds would go, no matter what happens in this game. That is one of the possible like rearrangements, but you completely remove them from the one, you completely remove them from the bye, and you put a team there, even if it's Baltimore, where I think you like wouldn't totally mind going. And if it's like Miami ever, or Lawrence is okay after this week, and it's Jackson, like you would love to go to those places. Like who cares to go to those places and play a game? So it's just kind of like, yeah, like it's a lot like you can it's one of those bets where you make it and in one in one game you could be like, well, that was fun. OK, <laughs> like, all right. Or you could just bet it next week where they, if they lose this, they probably have to run the table to make the playoffs. But uh, but if they win, how quickly does it kind of does the momentum start building? So I just thought that was like really interesting. I know some other people love them to win the division, thinking that like Miami's road is so tough down the stretch that like after this week. So basically the idea is like, let let the Titans lose this week to the Dolphins and then like you'll play the Bills and then the Dolphins will lose a lot of games down the stretch. The Bills will win a lot of games. I know a lot of people who are kind of on that trying to figure out like rollover versus betting it. But in terms of just the AFC, we did, we did this big segment yesterday on all the bad teams that could potentially make it the ordering of the teams and how crazy it might be uh, with the chiefs, maybe not being the one. Okay, then like that sets up better for a wild card making a run than if like the Chiefs were just 14 and three and they get the one seed and everybody has to go there. It seems like and that isn't going to be the case if the Bills win this game. They're not going to be the one if the Bills win this game. So I just think that's like, is this the time to do that? I'm kind of I'm I'm a little iffy, but I, every time I look at it, I just go like, should they really be like 20 to just win the conference? Three games, they could definitely be favored in all three games. They could be favored in a couple by a lot when we end up getting there. So that, I think there's some, maybe some stuff that's interesting there. I would just I would just add to it, and like I love the thought, and like I said, like I I don't BS on the show. I would just be like I hadn't thought of that. I would not lie and be like, oh, I thought of the same thing. I did think of the same thing, and my thought was a little different. And it's if they get in. Like if like we get to we're through week 18, the Bills are a playoff team. It will mean 
they will have played really well down the stretch and beaten probably a lot of really good teams and ostensibly then, like Arago, are on like a big-time roll heading into the playoffs. So at Kansas City this week, they play Dallas at home. They play the Chargers holiday weekend, like Christmas weekend. I think they play them on that Saturday, Saturday the 23rd, because the NFL can't let us have nice things. Like, can we just, can we, can we like have some time with our families, please, Roger Goodell? Nope. Nope, we can't. We've got to watch football all the time. Uh, they play the Chargers on the 23rd and week 18. And I think this like dovetails in with the people that kind of like, if you think the Bills are going to win the division, right. you think Miami might trip up a little bit. Buffalo goes to Miami in week 18 in the final regular season game. And we remember back to week three when these two teams played in Buffalo and the Bills blew the their doors off in that game 48 to 20 so if Buffalo makes it they will have likely beaten like at least three if not all four of these teams Kansas City Dallas Miami and the Chargers and will be like the hot team entering the playoffs and uh like you probably want to bet on them at that point so I I agree 100% with your thought now like you said could lose to the Chiefs this week they could beat the Chiefs and then lose to the Cowboys they could get all the way to the end and then get eliminated by Miami but if they get in it will mean that they are the red hot, the white hot team entering the tournament. So I, I think, I think your thoughts really awesome, man. And I think I, I may join you on this, this, uh, this, this, the Sean McDermott, Josh Allen experience, right. which might last for two, five days. Two, two things that are worth noting: uh, the way that the results have broken, and the way the quarterback injuries have gone for a lot of these teams. We did this yesterday too. Nine and eight making it is now much more likely than it was a few weeks ago when some of these teams had really gaudy records. A lot of dropped games from teams like three, four, five, six, and seven. They're just all sliding at the same time and it's all compressing. What does that mean? It means like a worse record can make it. It's worth noting that like nine and eight, the Bills can lose twice more and be nine. So I hear what you're saying. Like it means they're on this great run. They don't even have to be on like that great of a run to make it. They can, they honestly, like they could lose this game and still make it. Now you would, if you're going to make the bet, you're making it because you think like you want them to win the game. Otherwise you could bet it next week. The prices will be much better on them to do all the things that we're talking about. But like they can drop a game. They can maybe drop two games. It just depends. Like you'd rather, if you had to pick, you'd rather they lose to Dallas because the tiebreakers aren't involved in any of that's a non-conference game. So like if you, again, if you had your choice, probably got to win this one. But the point is like, they don't have to run the table. They may not have to come close to running the table now with how the results have broken with all these teams and how many of these teams are playing each other. And just to like give you an idea, and you bring up a good point, like they'll be rated really well because they will at least be on like some kind of role of some kind. Their price to win the AFC is the same as Houston right now. Like does as same as Jacksonville. Does anyone think, does anyone believe that? Now, maybe these are all just teams that won't win and who cares? They're all 10,000 to one and none of them are going to win, so it's not worth it. Just like... Yeah, those teams are more likely to make it and will never win. And like will never end part of the price discrepancy. Jacksonville, yeah. ja- Buffalo's I think, ja- not I think zero. Jacksonville's a zero to win the Super Bowl. Ja- ja- Jacksonville's Jacksonville's big time. Houston and Jacksonville are both zero. Buffalo's not yeah. zero. Right. That's what I'm saying. Sorry, I thought you were about to argue Houston was a zero, but Jacksonville wasn't. I was like, no, no, oh. no, both way zero. Zero Yeah. Jacksonville's yeah. negative, actually. They're actually right. in the negative right now. I'd actually maybe rather have Houston. No, it's actually, whatever. Uh, Pittsburgh's a zero. Cleveland's a zero. A lot of zeros. Indianapolis Chargers is a zero. zero. Broncos is zero. If Cincinnati makes it, they're a zero. Yeah. Yep. Right? Like, I just... They're all zeros. And this team, like, Indies they have the same zero. amounts of zeros. They have the same Chargers amounts of zeros. Chargers a zero. So, the, so there's, a, there's a couple interesting things, right? So the 
the idea of like they don't have to run that this isn't like Aaron Rodgers comes back the Jets have to win every game it's not that type of nonsense uh and the ratings phenomenal like in a playoff game we've seen the playoff markets with this quarterback and this team in these situations like they're going to be favored over a lot of these teams and even if they have to go on the road to some of these other teams Baltimore they're definitely a dog in the game at Kansas City we see the game this weekend it's probably a small point spread if they play we see that already and Buffalo will be better when they play again now maybe Kansas City will be better too but like that's every time those teams play two and a half or three like that's always the number like so they have a chance even in that that one tough road game that they'll have to play or the two tough road games they'll have to play and here's I think this is the last point for me, and it's. I think this is really interesting. The way the NFC schedule is set up this year, we've kind of had the preview, the sneak preview of all the playoff matchups. Like, we know what it's going to be. We got it. Like, if they, like, San Francisco played Philadelphia and played Dallas, and the games were non-competitive. Even if you like those teams and you think by the time we get there, it could be different. It's you have a sense of kind of pessimism that if they played again, it could be this really fun upset and like San Francisco could get smoked or lose. Like we we've seen the games. People were healthy. San Francisco's the best. Now they could still lose, but like there's a certainty in that almost that they're the best. We've seen the games. So like even projecting the playoffs forward, like there's no mystery to what this is going to be, I think. And maybe San Francisco gets tripped up. Maybe Brock Purdy gets hurt. There's lots of things that can happen. There's a certainty in the idea that, like, they may not win, but we know they're the best on that side. The Bills have played the Dolphins and beaten them. So now do the cross matches in the AFC. Like, what certainty do we have in any of the matchups that we know anything? The Bills have played the Dolphins and beaten them. They haven't played the Ravens. They haven't played the Chiefs. We have no idea how the teams fit together. We have, there's no certainty in the results in the AFC. There's no certainty that these teams all fit together in a way where the bills aren't good. We have no idea. We're going to learn a lot on Sunday about it probably, but like, that's the interesting part too, is it's not like, like betting Dallas right now, for example, is rough. Cause it's like, well, they played San Fran and they got smoked and they played Philly and they lost. You want to bet them to win the Super Bowl? Like they got to go through those teams. The bills are going to go through teams. They either haven't played yet or beat. Like I just, again, there's no certainty there, which I think makes it really appealing at a long shot price. Okay, so I guess the I, I agree. The last part of this, I feel like I kind of like have to ask this. Okay. All right. Bills go on the road this week, beat Kansas City. All right. No matter what, no matter what happens on Sunday night this week with the Cowboys and the Eagles. Oh. Bills play the Cowboys the next week. Yeah. Bills play the Cowboys. They win. Bills go to Miami week 18. They win. They play the Chargers December 23rd. They win. If they're going to win these games with the state of their defense and like Von Miller's playing this Sunday, like for now, for now that's going to be the case. Well, I think he's going to play um, Sunday. We don't know about after yep. that. <laughs> and then we'll see. About after and, and, like, and I don't even know if he's going to play on Sunday. And like Brandon being the GM has been like very like, I, I think he's like trying to like hope this like sneaks through and they're able to get yeah. him to play. Um, but it's not a commentary anything. Just like what I think is like, like the business that they're trying to run here. Um, and Allen's going to have to go nuclear if they're, if this is going to happen. It's, it, it's been yeah. the formula for winning all season. Yep. They yep. go 11-6, uh, 33 for MVP. Yeah. Like, yeah, can happen. Has to win. <laughs> I mean, for, for that. So here's, here's the difference, though. Want me to tell you the difference? For that to happen, I think they have to win every single game. I don't think I don't think you can go ten and seven and like nine and eight and get a get an MVP. I think they literally have to win every single game. And like scorched earth and down the stretch. 
yeah, can't cannot lose, lose once, can never win. Like they can make the playoffs, they can make a deep run, drop in a regular season game or two. Do you know, you know what we just learn every day on the show? The NFL season, really, really long. It moved coming up next. Work. All right, 20 minutes from now, we'll be simulcast by our friends at Stadium. Great guests coming up over the next two, uh, two hours of the show. Rob Pozzola, Brian Baldinger, Will Brinson, Eric Eager, Rick Camp joins us in the Power Hour talking NBA. All our bets for tonight as well in the Power Hour of the show. We, we, got, a, we got a lot going on right now in the National Football League in terms of line movement, both sides and totals. Uh, Ken Barkley is going to be our amateur, a, amateur, amateur. How do you like to pronounce amateur. that word? Amateur, I'm amateur is like you're like we're in Britain or amateur. something. Like as yeah, yeah, I'm I'm starting as like as I get a little older. I think I I never used to say amateur. I was always amateur. I think I like mm. amateur, like our amateur meteorologist Ken Barkley, because it's very right. pretentious. Correct. Yeah, perfect. And as I get older, I yeah. like to be a little more pretentious. Uh, our it. amateur meteorologist Ken, but now normally I like you know. Ken Barkley does not fit. I don't fit the bill of a meteorologist. Ken Barkley doesn't. But we're going to do our best to try and give you some weather reports coming up for the games on Sunday. We've got some quarterback news as well. Zach Wilson, back starting for the Jets for the rest of the season per Robert Sala. I guess we won't see Aaron Rodgers till September. And Josh Dobbs will be the starting quarterback for the Vikings on Sunday. We've been telling you for two weeks. Like yeah, Kevin O'Connell can say whatever he wants. Josh Dobbs is going to be their starting quarterback when they come back from the bye. They're not going to bench him off of one game after how well he played for it's like, like for Nick Mullins or Jaron Hall. No way. So, uh, yeah, not a surprise there. Maybe a little surprising that Zach Wilson's back and Trevor Simeon doesn't get the nod for the New York Jets. We'll get to those games coming up momentarily, but we'll start it moved with Thursday Night Football. But first, let's uh, let's play the imaging. You know, because it's really awesome. I think it moved. I think it moved. I think it moved. It moved. Nah, you know, it hits different on you on Wednesday, December 6th. Anyway, uh, let's start our line movement sojourn, Ken, for week 14 in the National Football League in Pittsburgh. Alex Fasano's Pittsburgh Steelers. I know Alex is fired up. Our brand manager, I, I hate that term so much, whatever. The brand manager, like our executive producer, uh, Andrew Williams of our channel, big Steelers fans. You gotta, you gotta think that Andrew and Alex and the great Steelers fans, they can't wait to watch Mitch Trubisky take the field on Thursday night for the, for the Pittsburgh Steelers against Bailey Zappi and the New England Patriots. A far cry from the halcyon days of Tom Brady against, actually, it was like Drew Bledsoe and Cornell Stewart in that AFC Championship game, the first one, because uh, Brady got hurt. Bledsoe had to come in and seal the game. Or Brady and Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, this is, uh, this is not that. This is Trubisky and Zappi. Ken, where do we stand movement with side and total? And we kind of await to see if, like, Najee Harris is going to be good to go for the Steelers. Didn't practice on Tuesday. We know Ramondre Stevenson definitely not going to play for the Patriots. High ankle sprain. Just my opinion. I think his season's over. And it'll be the Ezekiel Elliott show in the Patriots' backfield moving forward. What do you have for us here? Pittsburgh and New England. S setting offensive football back to the Stone Ages on Thursday night for yeah. Al Michaels and company. <laughs> I'm going to use the term the Ezekiel Elliott show. It's probably not going to be a particularly high total. Uh, the side is 
exactly the same at every sports book on earth right now. It is the Steelers favored by six. Um, a little bit of movement back and forth, but like everywhere you go, you're going to see six. There is no variation whatsoever. Um, it'll be interesting to see if we get movement tomorrow, like off, not the most key number, but you know, like it will, will there be uh will there be any fluctuations in the point spread right now? Steelers six, the total uh, seemingly has no bottom. And the weather in this game is not going to be particularly impact. It's going to be cold, um, but it's not going to be particularly impactful, I think, yet. Uh, and we can obviously get an updated forecast tomorrow. And yet, despite that, the total is getting bet down uh, aggressively to the degree that the closing point total could be uh, in the 20s. Could be 29 and a half, 29, something like that. It is 30 everywhere and dropping. Uh, and some of the 30s are just to the under. So just kind of like an interesting thing to follow. <laughs> like prime Primetime unders were like the big kind of like sports betting media talking point early in the season. Then it kind of just became like unders in general, unders when it's cold, unders when it's windy. You get the idea of scoring's down a little bit in a lot of situations. Like kind of what if, if the Patriots and Bailey Zappi are going to play in a game against Mitch Trubisky, what's the right number in the game? So a couple of interesting things, just like, is the number going to stay six? Is the total going to drop even further? I, I'll be honest, like, I don't want to step in and play the over almost ever in a game like this, just to be perfectly honest. What uh, would, would you need, need? Way more, like, I don't know, 26. I, I was going to say like 26 and a half. So like I could win on like 17, 10. I could win on 27. Yeah. I think I'd be into it then. It's worth noting if the total drops another half point, uh, we could monster this to 16 and a half, which would be pretty interesting. <laughs> I, so I, I'm telling like... you, I, I, if if that happens, I'm doing it just for hashtag content. I will place that bet. For it's really good content. content. And you could do, you could do site. Well, do you, would you do like Patriots 19 with over 16 and a half, which is a very funny thing to say because they, <laughs> they like, they, 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 like they, it's like two, it's almost like a, like two things that can't coexist in the same sentence. It's like just these, we things, call it these should be repellent. The Kirk right, Ferentz, yeah. the Kirk Ferentz Memorial teaser. Right. Yeah. Just uh really, really funny stuff. And to be fair, like maybe that's a way people should consider approaching this game. Like you can manipulate the side and total in this game in very bizarre ways from a probability standpoint, because the total is 30 and like, everyone's going to let you tease this still everyone's going to let you kind of move all this stuff around it's it's very interesting there are a lot of derivative markets for this game will open tomorrow i'm kind of curious to go through some of those like you know is everyone pricing like win by one to six properly or something like that when there's gonna be 30 points scored in the game on every like there's lots of actually interesting applications here uh it just might not be the side in the total it might be everything else it might be every, everything else you can do to this market um and just one thing we'll talk about tomorrow but that i would encourage people to just start thinking about when we do defensive player of the year um, the more hashtag content, uh, to quote Nick, the more content that starts coming out about this uh, implies that the race is close, implies that the three edge rushers are all involved in some way, Garrett, Parsons, and TJ Watt. Uh, TJ Watt gets a home game against Bailey Zappi. Where do you think his price is going this week? I would invite everyone to consider the possibility after he claims he's like being unfairly evaluated, uh, you know, not called for holds on the offensive linemen that are grabbing him on these plays, says like the league's out to get him uh seems like a really advantageous setup to have like nine sacks so like we'll talk about that more tomorrow and like is it worth betting or what do you want to do just like good idea to look forward in these matchups all the time like is Micah Parsons going to get home on Jalen Hurts that seems to me as less likely as is TJ Watt going to get home on Bailey Zappi at home or Malik Cunningham or anybody else whatever it doesn't matter so six and 30 and uh maybe a, maybe a fun conversation tomorrow even though it won't be a fun game I uh I, so here's what we'll do. Like, we'll make the game fun. And I think I said this hashtag on air earlier this week. So there, 
not every week. Like, usually what happens, sometimes I'll remember to, like, put in a DFS lineup, but I don't put a lot of effort to it. It's basically, like, I look I look at it. I'm like, okay, like, what what's a game that I think could get loose that people don't think will get loose? And then I build a And I usually lose. I usually, like, donate, whatever. Um, I, I won a, de- a decent amount this weekend playing DFS, so, like, I've got a little bit in the, the old account right now to play with. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a lineup like a showdown lineup tomorrow night for this game. It is not gonna be like I, I'm not gonna give like great advice probably or great analysis, but I will give that out on the show tomorrow. Just a way to try and like spice this game up a little bit. Uh, so I'll I'll give a DFS lineup for tomorrow and hopefully it wins. Probably won't. Probably will donate. But I'm looking forward to that coming up tomorrow on the show. You better you bet with Nick and Ken here on a Wednesday line movement for week 13 in the National Football League. All right, let's um. Let's, let's do the Jets game here for the time we have left here in this segment. So Robert Sala, addressing the media today, says Zach Wilson is back starting for the Jets and will start, apparently, for the rest of the season, barring injury, uh, which basically eliminates, obviously, Aaron Rodgers from playing. I guess, like, if they they won the next four and then, like, beat the Patriots to make it in the final game of the year, I guess, like, Rodgers would play in that game. It's so unlikely, right? So Wilson's going to play. We touched on some of the drama with, like, WFAN, like, um, one of our, like, the, like uh, teammates here under the Odyssey umbrella, how insane that story is with Robert Sala in any event. Uh, Ken, what happened in the betting market when Robert Sala announced that Zach Wilson would be back under center for Gang Green against Houston? Well, it's, it's worth noting there was already bullishness in the Jets prior to that announcement. We talked about this yesterday, that this we were talking about this market originally, and it was Texans by six. There were even a couple six and a halves. So Texans by like close to a touchdown on the road against the Jets when the Jets hadn't confirmed who the starting quarter. We figured it would be someone different. And then they released Tim Boyle. And then you knew it was going to be somebody different. So it was guaranteed. Uh, and, right. So it was actually a 100% chance of a different starter than the week before. 100. And uh, and we, so there had already been interest in the Jets where this had come down to like five and a half and five. And we were like, oh, that's interesting. I think we even remarked on it on yesterday's show, like people interested in the Jets in that game. And Zach Wilson's announced as the starter, sort of like in tandem with that, just continued interest in the Jets. So the consensus price in the market right now on this game is Texans by four. Uh, the total, it's worth noting. So you might be like, oh, people think the Jets are going to score, ra- score, score way more than Zach Wilson too. No, not really. Uh, the total is still 33. So a very, very low total. Uh, the I, Basically, and we'll do weather games later in the show, the forecasts in these games are gradually improving, like all of them, where to the degree that there will probably be rain in a lot of the games, there may be wind in a couple of the games. It's going to be warm. The, the, the forecasts right now are like mid-50s in a bunch of these games. So whatever like 20-degree winter wonderland 80-mile-per-hour wind games kind of we thought we might get in a few of these, doesn't look like we're going to get any of them. And maybe we get some wind games, maybe we don't. And you're seeing that. We'll do it later in the show. The totals markets in all these games have just rubber-banded completely back to where they were before. Like everyone's like, oh, oh no. Like I got, I have I have a lot of under. I got to you know, re-bet. Let me get it back up there again. So uh, in this game... Think we're gonna have a low total no matter what 33 zach wilson's the starter all of a sudden the jets are apparently more likely to win uh they are a four point favorite or four I, point i can tell you for so texans favored by four um so locally and nationally now ken i think a narrative is starting to be spun i don't think it's starting to i think it's out there already and the narrative is like the jets have kind of like failed zach wilson Especially after the Diana Rossini uh, report, and like she and like she like doubled down on, and I'm I have no no one should have any reason. Diana Rossini ain't making stuff up. 
Like maybe like someone's trying to like intentionally like screw Zach Wilson with that report, but like she ain't making stuff up. And off of that, everyone's like, oh, well, yeah, Zach, stick it to them. Like actually like they let Zach down. And with better coaching, maybe Zach would actually be good. Like if Zach were with Kyle Shanahan, would he be good? I, I feel like people think that like Zach's going to come in and, and like play well. I, I think he's just really bad. He's just awful. Yeah, how, many, like, it, how many consecutive gonna, drives without a touchdown? It was like 40. Yeah. Is there, like, where is the bottom on this? Like, is this going to go to three? Because if that's the case, like, I'm going to bet Houston. I might bet, well, I don't know if I'm going to bet Houston at four. Maybe. Three and a yeah, half? I might bet Houston at four. S soon? I don't know. Something like that. Uh, I would like, I would no longer consider betting the Jets. How about that? It, it's, like, everyone's, it, it's guys, guys. Everybody, it's Zach Wilson. Hour one done, hour two for you coming up on the other side. We start it with bets in week 14 from our friend Rob Pizzola.